0: Parents are being urged to limit the number of sweet treats they give their children. New research from Safe Food found that each Irish household spent an average of €160 on crisps, sweets and chocolate every week in the month of April. So today we're joined by Dr Aileen McGloughan, Director of Nutrition with Safe Food Ireland and she joins us on the line. Good afternoon to you.
1: Hello Nile, how are you?
0: Alien? I'm shocked, €160. Euro. Now, I did imagine it would be expensive because look, by the very nature of the fact that chocolate and crisps cost a lot more than healthy food, I thought it was going to be a lot, but €160, euro. gosh.
1: Yeah, I think it really puts it in perspective. You know, um, Safe Food is a public health agency and we work with our partners in the Department of Health and the HSE on the START campaign. So uh, uh, we, along with parents themselves, are very concerned about children's health and that's why we want to reduce the treats but we thought it would be really useful to put this in monetary terms, because I think it definitely gives us pause for thought and maybe a little extra motivation for reducing the treats. And, you know, wondering what else could we be doing with that money as budgets are tightening for households all over the, the country?
0: Mm, and I'm looking here, right, out of the 746 average that we would spend a month, say this is the month of April, obviously on groceries. 159 was spent on foods like biscuits, crisps and chocolate. Uh, 49 was spent on fruit. Now, again, by the very nature of the fact that fruit is cheaper, but, and surely and the healthier option and the better option because it is cheaper at, at a time when we're all trying to penny-pinch. Uh, but I'm shocked that 21%, that we spend 21% essentially on goodies.
1: Yeah, it, it's a big, you know, a fifth of the household food budget is going on treats. Now, they are pretty cheap. I mean, I think that's part of the problem. You know, if you look, we, we've done a piece of research in the past where we looked at the proportion of off, special offers in, in in supermarkets that are on unhealthy foods, and it's more than 50%. So every time a family, a mom or a dad, goes into the supermarket to buy the shop, they are bombarded with all of these offers for unhealthy food. So it's no wonder that everybody is tempted. Um, They've also only gone up by about 2%, you know, even though food costs are going up, you know, milk has gone up by 9%, meat has gone up by 5%. So the cost is going up more slowly. So in a way, it's even more tempting to fill the kids up on these, uh, uh, let's call them empty calories. They're high in fat, sugar, salt, but don't provide a lot of the nutrition that children need. So we fully acknowledge the challenge for parents, but it's just to, to I suppose, refocus ourselves. Um, the pandemic has done mm-hmm. some damage to healthy eating. Uh, we all gave our children extra treats because we were t- trying to soothe them Extra takeaways
0: off. as well, maybe. Ex-
1: absolutely. Yeah. We wanted to bribe them. We wanted to, <laughs> um, you know, just give them that little bit of pleasure when everything else was gone. So, this all has to be undone. We understand it's a challenge, but we, we just wanted to, to use the START campaign to, I guess, refocus everybody on trying to do the right thing around. I mean, around the, there's a whole treats.
0: cultural shift as well for young people of ordering pizzas, you know, Uber Eats and uh, whatever the other ones is, that you, um, Just Eat. There's a whole culture now of ordering your McDonald's to your front door or your Domino's pizza to your front door or whatever it is. It's a kind of change, isn't it? It's a shift completely.
1: It is. Um, again, it was one of the few things that we could do to treat ourselves, um, you know, while we were in those all of those lockdowns so there has been an increase in use of takeaways again we've done quite a bit of research on this in the past and you know you know I'm talking in very general terms but takeaway foods tend to be you know higher in calories fat and and salt their portion sizes are huge and a kind of rule of thumb is that they often provide about twice as many calories as the, Mm -hmm. the dinner that you would make yourself at home yeah so if you are getting a takeaway, one, you know, one thing is to consider it as a treat and don't get it very often, but also to consider sharing to reduce the portion sizes is a good way to, to reduce some of the dietary impact.
0: I mean, I was only at the Supermarket there recently and I was going to get a six pack of Coke and the six pack of Coca-Cola, I think was like whatever, five I'm making up these prices now because I can't remember mm-hmm. exactly, but they had a special offer that you could buy a 12 pack for a euro extra. And and you're kind of going, okay, you sure might as well get the 12 packs and I'll drink them twice as fast. So there is that, As you're right, the special offers constantly on the litres of Coca-Cola or Fanta or whatever it happens to be. The special offers on the six packs or 12 packs of crisps. It's as cheap to buy the larger 20 pack as it is to buy the six pack of crisps. Do you know what I mean? So there's these constant special offers all the time. But how do you arrest that problem? By if you can't really turn around as we did with alcohol going back at the start of the year because a lot of people were very upset with the fact that we put a minimum pricing on alcohol when you can go up north for example or to the UK and get mm. it for half the price without well, actually kind of ripping people off a little bit more by saying should we have you know extra taxes on chocolate should we have minimum pricing on soft drinks that would be unfair too to do that wouldn't it.
1: Well, we do have a, a sugar tax levy on soft drinks now and it has had an impact. You know, one of the dietary changes is that children are drinking less sugary drinks and that is Does it have an impact, Aileen? Because, does, yeah. Because so I, I
0: don't think about it. When I go in and buy my can of Red Bulls, I, I'm very unhealthy, I, I drink Red Bull. I'm not thinking that I'm paying, you know, an extra, whatever it is, 20 cent on the, the one I like rather than the sugar-free one. I don't, I don't think about that at all, I don't think.
1: Well, we have seen changes in in the amount of sugary drinks that children are drinking now the sugar tax is one part of that we've done a lot of education and communication around this issue as well so i think all of these different measures combine to make it effective so that's one of the key things now the point that you are making on special offers um, we would love to see uh you know a ban on special offers on unhealthy foods because in fact buying more unhealthy foods than you need is not good value and is certainly going to cost you in the longer term if it does indeed impact on your health. So we'd like to see that kind of measure. In fact in the UK they are going to introduce that uh, as one of their policy measures to address obesity and promote healthy weight. So that's that's well, we we, we did it
0: with alcohol. Would you remember we, many years yeah. ago we banned happy hours and stuff like that, and special offers? You can't do special offers in alcohol in a pub, for example, or you can't change the price during the night and suddenly say, "Oh, you know, for the next ten minutes, all pints are only twenty pence." You're not allowed to do stuff like that in a pub anymore. So, I suppose we could do that with fast. With when I say fast food, you know, there's kind of junk food. I suppose.
1: Yeah, I think that's coming. I mean, other 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 changes to the food environment is that there's a lot of work going on on reformulation. So there'll be smaller portions of healthier, of unhealthier foods, and um, you know a reduction in sugar, fat, salt, and so on. Um, we've had you know a lot of work done on food standards for schools, and um, so there's a lot going on. I suppose at a policy level that changes that broader food environment. And what we're urging now is that parents think about their own that, home yeah. food environment, if you like. So that
0: they're the main drivers of this, are the parents, because they're the ones on the front line. They're the ones with the money in their hands, because realistically, little Johnny or Mary at 13 doesn't have the money for a pizza or doesn't have the money for the Coke or the, or the crisps and everything else. They have to get it off their parents. So they're the drivers, aren't they? And they're the ones we need to educate
1: yeah parents do have the control over their home uh, you know bearing in mind that they have to navigate this unhealthy food environment and you know the constant struggle to make the good decisions when um unhealthy foods are being uh, advertised to you at every angle so totally acknowledging the difficulty of the food environment but yeah just to remind parents you know the, the you know what you give at home is going to have a real impact on what children you know on children's health later on And we're not talking about radical change here. Now, the ideal in terms of treats is that children have small amounts and not every day. But if you are having treats three times a day at the moment as a family, your goal is to reduce that to two. You know, it has to be something that is doable for you as a family. You have to start where you are and make these small changes. Because
0: it's not really a treat anymore if you're getting it all the time, is it? Because I remember when I was a child, my father would come home with, you know, six bars of chocolate for us on a Friday we called it Fridays, and that was a treat because we only got a bar of chocolate maybe once a week.
1: Yeah, and if if we were all eating treats like that, that would be absolutely brilliant. So, you know, we're less worried about the treats at the at the birthday party and so on. If that's the only place that they were having them, the problem is that the most common times to have treats are, you know, every day after school and every evening after dinner. Yeah. So it's day these day-to-day Uh, treats that are the big issue and really having the impact it's it's not the special occasion the special occasions are grand you know very happy for children to have those lovely memories of treats at birthdays and um, and friday nights or you know whatever the treat day is Mm. but it's this daily you know day in day out well it just becomes a habit yeah habitual yeah
0: but for parents listening just finally aileen you know, and they say to me all the time, oh, you know, little Johnny, he won't eat. I'm trying to get him to eat potatoes and, you know, a nice, you know, mix of a bit of meat, a bit of potatoes, a bit of veg, but he just won't do it. He just wants pizza all the time or he wants a lasagna all the time. or He wants the same thing. I just can't get him to try these things. He won't eat them for me. He'll starve. I mean, what, <laughs> what do you say to parents who constantly say that to you?
1: And I absolutely fully empathize with the, the difficulty of, of um you know dealing with fussy eaters. You know, this is a daily event for parents, a daily challenge. But it can take children, you know, up to twenty times to accept a food. Um and there is a, a lot of patience involved in in just trying, you know, to very gradually expand. Children's re- repertoire of what they will eat. So, I mean, I, I I suppose my my advice is to just hold tight, you know, keep the patience, keep trying, you know, as best, keep trying. Yeah, as do what my mother can.
0: do. What my mother did. She just gave it to you. She she, she didn't, <laughs> didn't ask. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Copy exactly. with the days alien. We all arrive I, home. We all had the same thing for dinner. Do you remember those days? <laughs> It doesn't happen now. It's like a menu in the kitchen now.
1: I know. All the different diets indeed, (laughs) yes. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. Well, listen, if anyone wants advice, of course, they can go. I know there's a a Start campaign and it's on the website, which is makeastart.ie if you want to get some practical tools and advice from the experts on how you can solve some of those practical problems in your home and reduce the amount of rubbish that you're essentially eating and that your children are eating. Because really, I suppose you're setting them up for life, Aileen, aren't you? If you're going to start, you know, if you start feeding them bad stuff now, now. I mean, you wouldn't put alcohol into your child. You wouldn't get your child smoking at twelve. So why would you constantly bombard them with food that would could cause them, you know, a coronary heart attack by the time they're forty?
1: Couldn't have said it better in my life myself. You know, setting them up for life—that's exactly what's what's uh, you know what you're doing here. If if you can develop the healthy habits at an early stage.
0: All right. Listen. Thank you very much indeed. And it's been lovely talking to you. Thank you. Thank best. you, Dr. Aileen McGlone um, and um, Aileen. It's giving some good practical advice there, of course, from Safe Food Ireland. Uh, In other words, you know, try your best to reduce the amount of rubbish, crisps, chocolate. I mean, look, it's nice. It's lovely. And it's up. by the way, nobody said you shouldn't buy crisps or chocolate for your child because it's nice. And children enjoy it. A bit of ice cream every now and again. It's lovely, but not all the time. You know, try your best. And, you know, I find... Sometimes if you have a fussy eater, and I was a fussy eater in school as well, or not in school, at home as well, I was a very fussy eater. But you know, I didn't have a choice. I would starve if I was a fussy eater, really. But, you know, don't say to the child, would you like this for your dinner? Sometimes, if it's something you want them to try, just make it and just put it in front of them and go, oh, there you go, and pass no comment. And just see what the reaction is. I mean, they, Eventually, they, if they're hungry, they'll eat it. Or they just try it and they might actually like it.